Welcome. It is March 21st, first day of spring. Spring, rejuvenation, rebirth, all that crap. As George Costanza once said as he was trying to delay his pending nuptials to a woman he did not want to marry, I, on the other hand, want to be here with you. It is me, Pete. Welcome to the Place to Be Reviews. Uh, tonight, I am going to break this down for you right now in my intro here. Uh, Kyle will be joining me shortly. We're going to talk about Into the Spider-Verse. We have approximately four segments worth uh, of breaking that down. And then uh, the two following segments after that, five and six, we will be discussing the Endgame. Yes, that's right, the Avengers Endgame. Just some fun theories and little discussion about that. And uh, I'm taking the night off from Wrestling Talk tonight. So uh, if you're tuning in to hear any Wrestling Talk, that will be... Tomorrow evening, I will give you an entire show of nothing but wrestling content uh, as I'm still diligently working on the WCW rebooking the invasion angle. Um, tomorrow evening, you will get a WrestleMania preview from me as I will actually be watching WrestleMania this year uh, for the first time in a, uh, a couple of years. I usually watch the big pay-per-views I, when I had the network. Um, so, yeah. I'll give you a little WrestleMania preview, and I will be uh, recording some uh, content for the show during WrestleMania, actually, this year um, with uh, with the people I will be viewing with. Uh, so, yeah, we have that coming. So stay tuned. Uh, coming up, we jump into Into the Spider-Verse. And if you're not following me on Twitter, at N80Pete, at N, the capital letter N, Eight zero P E T E caps. That's right on Twitter. So, without further ado, here is mine and Kyle's take on Into the Spider Verse. Welcome to the Place to Be Reviews. Hey, there he is. What's up, man? You're on the old link, and uh, I was on the new one, and we were sitting here just kind of playing tag like we normally do when we try to do this. Cyber tag. Oh, that's all right, man. Well, welcome to the Place to Be Reviews. I am Pete right here. This is episode 10, and I am joined by Kyle. He was here on episode two for, uh, that was the uh, What in the Name of John Wayne episode. Um, <laughs> tonight's going to be a little more a little more lighthearted uh, theme and tone than that. Um, you caught us on a good night is all. <laughs> uh, I think, incidentally, that is probably my uh, the least played episode, I believe. I'm not sure. Um but uh, oh, we got to start <laughs> promoting that a little bit, you know. Oh, you know what? Um, John Wayne, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that now. Putting the name <laughs> of John Wayne, right? But so tonight we're gonna do, uh, we're gonna talk some into the Spider Verse as uh, we've been waiting for this one. Um, we're we're like yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you caught us on a good night. Spider, it's yeah. Spider Night. You know, Spider Night. Um, and I, I tell you, you know, you were you were talking about uh, when we were messaging, talking about the cast on this. And um, my probably my favorite member of the cast is um, John Mulaney as Spider-Ham. Yeah, no, he rocks it out. I, I and I'm not taking care not taking anything away from anybody else uh, because the, the, the voice actors in this, uh, they were brilliant. Right. Um, but I, I love John Mulaney anyway. I'm a huge fan of his stand up um, because he reminds me and his he's great all around. Yeah, he's great in sitcoms too. His his show reminded me of um, like Seinfeld light for like millennials. Um, yeah, I, I, I like yeah, he's it. crazy. 
And uh, actually, uh, one of the executive producers uh, from the original Seinfeld show, Andy Ackerman, um, was involved in, with Mulaney. He was uh, one of the main producers. I think he was the executive producer on that. Um, really? Yeah, I, obscure knowledge. Um, but anyway, back to Spider-Verse. So I watched this uh, a couple weeks ago with uh, with Trey. So it was kind of spotty trying to watch it. I had I was watching it on my uh, on my phone and he was watching it on my tablet. And then I went back and I watched. Yeah, it. I can refresh your memory. I've I've seen it I think four times now. Yep, almost back to back in two days, twice a day. I've watched it three. I watched it last. Uh, was it last weekend? Um, yeah, I watched it again. I've seen it like three. I think three or four, three or four times now. But it's been over the course of a couple weeks. Yeah, I think it rocked out. You know, and I think. If there's one hero that I take seriously, it's, it's Spider-Man. That's my guy. So, you know, I'm diving in deep, you know, to the backstory and all that. And I've, yeah. I'm an expert on Spider-Man at this point. And I thought that this movie was so well made and it did every other film justice. Even maybe some of the bad ones, it still acknowledged them. Like the Amazing Spider-Man, that kind of was a, a hit or a miss for some people, you know. And it, it addressed so much from those movies, you know, with the Gwen Stacy era. Yeah. You know, I, I thought that it was um, it was pretty cool. Nice, uh, nice to see. Yeah, see, I, I'm not uh, I'm not an amazing Spider-Man fan. Uh, to me, Andrew Garfield uh, is not, not many people were. You know what I mean? Like that. It, uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, just, I agree. He's too. He's like honestly, like he's too handsome he's too to be. No, he's it's for real. He's too cool. Yeah, he's too, too cool. cool. He's too handsome to be Spider-Man. Like yeah, Spider-Man is like down. average, like to nerdy. Like, yeah, I mean, completely Jesus. agree. He was way too cool. Toby Maguire. Oh, I know. Like that's not that's not Peter Parker. He's a, Peter Parker's a nerd. You know. Yeah, yeah that was Toby Maguire, man. That was like and, and Tom. See, I like Tom Holland though. I, I'm 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 in Tom yeah. Holland's corner. Um, He's a good goofball. He plays a good goofball. That, which I, is what Peter Parker was. Yep. Uh, but I think, I think uh, <laughs> Jake Johnson did a, uh, did a really good job as Peter Parker in this. <laughs> you know, he definitely did. And I've always liked Jake Johnson too. Yeah. He's, he's been creating a lot of stuff yep. and he crushed it. I mean, he absolutely crushed it because Spider-Man is no nonsense, but when he's in the moment, like it's so effortless for him to just glide through these battles, you know, he doesn't ever worry about a thing. That's why he's so witty. And I think Jake Johnson completely nailed that side of him. 100%. Yeah, he was, he was so good. And, you know, a lot of people said that they were complaining at first because like, Oh, you know, they made Spider-Man and Peter Parker look like a, like a, like a schlem, you know, uh, that's because he was like 30 years old. Like people don't take that into consideration either. He you just know, that's that's, he was, that's he was depressed and he let himself go. I mean, he lost everything. I am so glad that we're talking about this because I wanted to bring this up so bad. The evolution of you can just see it in the evolution of Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it took forever for he and Mary Jane to get together. Gwen Stacy and he were just brief friends, and then she died. You know, she she dies. And so he marries Mary Jane. That's when Spider-Man's awesome, but when he starts fading, all of a sudden he saved the world. He even said, I, I saved the city probably too much because it costed him his marriage. Mary Jane wanted kids. You know, yeah. he, Peter Parker was like, I'm probably going to die. Like, we, pro- we shouldn't have kids. You know, I don't think I can handle that. So it was see, cool to see old Peter Parker slamming pizzas in the apartment. You know what I mean? Because that's 
reality of it. Everybody gets older, you know? Oh, that's like, uh, well, me tomorrow night. Cause like every Friday night is pizza night. Like even when, even when I was like, when, you know, I was in really good shape, uh, a couple of years ago when I was training real heavy cause I was wrestling, um, Friday night. No. So we were talking about, uh, about him slamming back pizzas. And I was like, I still do that on Friday nights. I did oh, that. Oh yeah. We got to. And so <laughs> just, just to kind of wrap up my, my point. So being Spider-Man for that extended period of time, now he's 30 years old has finally taken its toll on him. And remember, nothing has ever gone right for Peter Parker. You know what I mean? Nothing. He saves everybody. He saves the day all, but nothing goes right for Peter Parker. Like literally ever, you know, he gets married to Mary Jane. Yeah. But you know, she, she wants kids. He's not having it. They get divorced, you know, because he's Spider-Man because, so, and that's the sacrifice that in, in all that he has to make to be Spider-Man. But you know, he always saves the day and he's always funny doing it. And, you feel bad for him in his personal life. It's it's like that. It's like the tragic, you know, like the tragic hero. I mean, it, it's yeah. it's so it's it's almost it's almost Shakespearean, maybe. I mean, and and yes, Stan Lee, and you dive back into Stan Lee's thinking, like he, he Spider, he'll even say Spider Man was his favorite, you know, because he's just some everyday kid. You know, he got yep. bit by a spider. He was never born anything. This is, you know, he didn't choose this. Whatever. So. Uh, in the end, Stan Lee, I mean, Spider-Man gets crushed by a lot of people, but I, I feel like he's one of the strongest. I don't know that, that Stan Lee kind of makes him like that. So I didn't, I didn't do anything. Happened to be like that. Pretty interesting. Oh, he, he was great. And honestly, um, what's his name? Uh, Shamik, uh, Shamik Moore that played Miles Morales no, was, was, uh, was absolutely like wonderful. Uh, yeah. he played that character and I really, really like, um, because you get like voice actors, you can tell when they're, when they're, when they're good or they're just like, they're really, really into the role. And he was just, yeah, he nailed it into the role. I mean, you know, you're, you're on the radio now I've been on the radio, I've done commercials, you know I mean? It's like when you, when you're just, when people can't see yeah, your, when you're, when your emotions. Yeah, for sure. And that was it's, and that's it's, crazy that now that you bring that up because you are so right. And I just thought of this, how they tied in uh, his uncle Ben dying, like motivating him to be Spider-Man. You know, that's what. Yeah. And all of these different spider people, they all had the same yeah. instance in their own life that made them. And so and that's what happens to Miles Morales. And he crushed that emotional part because when his uncle turns oh. out to be the prowler and then yes. you know, I thought that I was like, oh, I did not see that coming. Wow. OK. All right. Now, I mean, I saw it now, but right. Can we just talk about, like you said, you mentioned the Prowler. Yeah. Um, Uncle Aaron, that the, the music and not just the, uh, the soundtrack, but yeah. the, the background, the, the, the music they use, your mood music, the Prowler's music was amazing. Yeah. And it just like, it gave you that sense of dread and it was just so good. Yeah. Um, he was nasty. Yeah. He was definitely nasty. Yeah. And how yeah, about uh, how about Kingpin, Donkey Kong, and Spider Man? Both of them, both Spider Man. <laughs> oh, Spider-Man that was nasty. Donkey Kong and Spider Man to death. That's crazy. Hey, uh, Zoe Kravitz is Mary Jane. I mean, yeah. Did you see? I mean, that was that Zoe. Okay, so we, we were talking about the cast. So we had Nicholas Cage was Spider uh, Spider Noir. That was Nicholas that was like Cage. one of my. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he went full Cage on it. Uh, Leah, uh, Leah Schreiber is uh, Wilson Fisk, uh, aka 
Kingpin. Yeah, I didn't know that until I finally saw that. And he hides his his own personal identity very well. He puts on a very yep. good Carlton Fisk. I'll give her, uh, uh, sorry, Carlton Fisk. <laughs> Wilson. <laughs> Wasn't Carlton Fisk a catcher for the White Sox? He was a ball player. Yeah, he was he was a ball player. Okay. But I don't know. I don't know. But I, Schreiber can get nasty, and he grew. I don't know. A lot of people don't know this before they do, but he grew up in the streets of, G, of New York himself. You know, scrounging. Oh, he did. Okay. Yeah. So he and he really lived that kind of life for a while. So, um, give him credit. Okay. Chris Chris Pine played a Peter Parker in this too. Um, uh, Oscar Isaac. I mean, Stanley, of course. Um, I mean, it's just like you oh, go down here. And- wow, his his cameo was amazing in this in this movie too. And speaking of cameos, and this is the only thing I'm going to say about that movie that we shall not mention its name was um, I think that they should have held that uh, that that tribute to Stan back until Endgame. Um, that that kind of that because it, it was such a beautiful tribute, it was just misplaced on that film. But uh, Stan's uh, Stan's cameos in these movies are going to be missed uh, sorely. Yeah, um, that, that just crushes it every time. You know, he just my favorite are I think it was the Guardians of the Galaxy when he was in outer space uh, with like the like the questioners. Uh, do you remember? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know if I'm using the right name for him, but I can't, I can't yeah, think of their name offhand. But yeah, his, his cameo. Yeah, when he's playing the costume or the, he sells the costume to Miles Morales, the yes. knockoff like of his own brand, yep. you know? Yes. He's like, if it doesn't fit, can I return it? And Stanley's like, it always fits eventually. And he's got that like creepiness that only Stanley loves to bring to every, almost yep. all of his cameos. It's always something really funny or really something powerful. And it just, it was so powerful, you know, because he has that smile that just lights it up every time. Oh, yeah. There he is. All right. All right. So we were talking, we were talking about Gwen Stacy mm-hmm. uh, and her her impact in this movie. Uh, and Haley Steinfeld portrayed her. Um, and I'm not truthfully, I'm not as familiar with like the Gwen Stacy uh, being part of the Spider-Verse outside of, you know, the trilogy. It's, brief. it's, it's not a long time. It's it's really a very short period of time. You know what I mean? That's, he that's what everybody has said. He yeah. split up and she's there and she's cute, you know? Mm-hmm. But in the end, though, the thing is they become friends. And did, So did you see The Amazing Spider-Man 2? The second one? I never watched it. Okay, so this is what happens, and this is true of the comics, too. She falls from a, a clock tower that the that the goblin broke, and he shoots a web, and it catches her right before she hits the ground, and her head snaps back. And so he okay. thinks that he killed Gwen Stacy, but because of the goblin, they're all fighting and stuff. You know, but the goblin says okay. something like, her head hit the ground before your web hit her, you know, so... All right, all right. So he's indirectly blaming himself, her, her, himself for her death. Okay, so. definitely for sure. And her dad dies. Um, after that. Okay, was he still the chief of police in that one? Yeah, he was, but then he dies in the okay. end. Okay, all right. So that's right because it was it was funny because the guy that played uh, Chief Stacy in the Tobey Maguire ones was uh, the. Guy from Jurassic World that yeah. played the uh, the John Hammond's partner that they retconned in to keep the franchise going. For sure, 
Oh yeah, I know. I know you're talking about. That. Yeah, um, so that's just my correlation. Of, and you know. so yes, yeah, so Gwen Stacy is a minor blip. Mary Jane's his girl. You know what I mean? So yep. Gwen Stacy dies. That's just another death that he holds himself accountable for. Is all is all she is. Okay. All right. Yep. All right. So I, I see because that was like I was kind of wondering when uh, when I started. You know, they started. Uh, promoting this movie before it was released. Um, and actually, this is crazy. Uh, I know, you know, this one best animated film, it won an Oscar, uh, won 57 awards and was nominated, had 35 additional nominations. Um, really? Yeah, I went down the, I mean, some of the awards are very like obscure, but I mean, obviously, you've got some big ones. Uh, you've got your Oscar, uh, let's see, best animated uh, feature film. <laughs> Uh, and Phil Lord and Christopher Miller were um, integral in this movie. And uh, they were actually the ones that were, I believe, fired from one of the Star Wars movies. Uh, it won, uh, won a Golden Globe. Uh, I mean, it's got like, you know, um, there's a ton of, uh, there's just a ton of awards. At this. So, I mean, I, I overall, I like the pacing. I like the tone. Um, like I said, the voice, the voice acting, everything was on point. Uh, the soundtrack to it, it gave it such a, in, in the color palette and the music combined, it just gave it such a rich texture. Um, I think that's one of the things that was um, really, really stuck out to me outside of like how just cool the story, the story arc was. You know, he's got to be swinging from stuff and I didn't see had them doing it justice, but they did a great job. Very artistic. Very nice. Yeah, that was, you know, uh, and Miles coming into his own and learning how to harness his powers and, you yeah, know, uh, Peter mentoring him. Um, yeah. it, was, it was just, you never know. You just, it's a leap of faith. You don't know when you're ready. You just got to do it. And that, the end of that movie, the end of the movie where Miles is, he's like, you know, you could wear the mask. You know, it was just like, yep. and to me, it was just like, that's like that. It's, you know, anybody can be Spider-Man. And that's why this is such a universal character. Even before they introduced Miles Morales as Spider-Man, it was it was one of those characters to where it was all it it was already like anybody could be Spider-Man. It just happened to be this kid, you know, but anybody could see themselves as that character. So, you know, that's that's what I always dug about it. I mean, on an overall scale uh, out of 10, I mean. I don't, I'm not, you know, obviously I'm not getting paid to shill. Um, and I mean, a perfect 10 is a perfect 10. I, I'm going to give it, I'll give it a nine out of 10 just because I'm, I can't give a perfect storyline. You know, I'll say for storyline. Yeah. Um, I mean, but I will give, I, I'll give it on its merits alone. Um, I'll give it a nine out of 10 because I mean, I enjoyed it. Uh, it it's, it was, I, it was a great, I thought it was a great movie. Um, like I said, man, my kid was, my kid was attached to it. Um, what do you, what do you think? I think I'm on board. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go nine or probably, but I'm a, I'm a tough sell, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. a tough sell. and I think with all the, the cameos that they had and all the references and there were so many, I, I tried looking them up after like the third time I watched it. I mean, and everything from him catching Gwen Stacy, we just talked about this. She's falling yeah. out, and it's the same shot from when Amazing Spider-Man 2, when she dies. But he catches her this time. So it's small things oh. like that. The Tobey Maguire dance scene, remember from the yes. beginning? You oh, remember? God, yeah. We'll talk about that. You know, I thought I was yep. blown away. I'm like, well, I cannot believe they acknowledge that. That is <laughs> – and Stan Lee loved it. I mean, he, he 
wanted this to happen. So I, as yep. long, Stan Lee approved it the way that it was. I can see why he did that. And, and I believe that they were very true to the storyline, which I did not think they were going to be. So I'm going to, I'm going to have to go seven, you know, I'll go seven. Okay. Cause it's not really you know, if so it's out of nine years to seven, that's fine. So that's an average of like what? Uh... But if it's a real life movie, you know, if, it, if it's real life, yeah. then I, it probably would have gotten higher, but not for a cartoon. Yeah. I see. I can. I, I'll. I'll go. Like I'll. I'll stick. I'll stick by my guns with that one. Um, no. Yeah. But with that being. Yeah. But with that being said, we're gonna wrap this segment up, and coming up next, we're gonna be talking some end game. That's right. We're gonna talk some Avengers. We're gonna talk about the trailers that will be coming up next segment. All right, so we are ready to talk some Avengers Endgame. Uh, I did a trailer reaction, Kyle. Um, on, I think it was a couple, maybe it was two episodes ago. Um, okay. And I, I was, uh, I was digging, I was digging the trailer. Uh, I like the whatever it takes. Um, they're really, they're really, you know, they they sold the farm on this movie. And um, my, they had to because this is everybody's going away party, isn't it? Yeah. It's the it's the twenty what is this, the twenty second film uh, of a, a ten year arc. This is the end of Phase yeah. Three, and huh? um, I I really I think this movie is going to probably. I mean, God, I think we're talking. This will make a billion dollars quick. Uh, I think this movie's going to hit the billion dollars. One billion for billion. No, I mean it, it's gonna it's gonna make money. Um, so what's again, your what? What part of Infinity of Endgame are you most excited for? I think that there's a couple fights that they're gonna, you know, because they're like I said, everybody's going away party. They're gonna have to fight yeah. like their nemesis, you know, so they can go right off into the sunset. So Captain America's got to have something sweet, you know. Yep, I'm I'm um, waiting for Ant Man to crawl up Thanos's ass and expand and just kill him. He's gonna have to do something like that. Yeah, <laughs> you, you you know that fight Thanos you, right. You know that's a theory now, right? That that was that that shit started on Reddit like two days ago, and yeah. um, in in the groups I'm in, that's like your every every meme is Ant Man entering. Th- I'll send you a call. I mean, there's some hilarious ones. Um, <laughs> I believe that. That's funny. I'm I'm looking. Uh, I, I'm really. Uh, I'm Tony Stark. Man. I'm yep. so. Uh, I'm such. Uh, I love Iron Man. He's um, got nothing Scott. to lose now, you know. No, well, he's got Pepper. I mean, this is the thing. Like Tony, Tony has something to love other than himself. I mean, it's yeah, yep. you know, he has Pepper, and it's like yeah, uh, but he's bigger than that. Like even for Pepper, he's he'll sacrifice yeah. himself if he has to. And absolutely, absolutely. I just, I, I God, I. I they're talking don't, about making another Iron Man, though. Of fuck, no, he's, no, he's not. They don't need to make another Iron Man movie because they fucking they they murdered that Mandarin character in Iron Man three. I did not like. Uh, I, there was I found I found little things to enjoy in Iron Man three, um, but uh, overall as a movie, I didn't like it. <laughs> it was like, yeah, I, you know, I mean, everybody shits on Iron Man two, but Iron Man three is fucking terrible. This is okay. So Iron Man has got to. This is my theory for the very last part: how Thanos dies, right? So mm-hmm. Iron Man, I fear, is going to either sacrifice himself or he's going to be next to dead. Nebula, remember, Nebula is still alive, and she's going to fight Thanos because what's her face already posted that stuck. Karen Gillan, Karen Gillan, yep, it. You know, and so everybody's going to have their going away. Um, 
what's his face cut his hair, Hawkeye. You know, yep. so he's gonna avenge he's, his family. He's, he's going into Ronan now. And did you see what is that? Uh, that Kate, uh, what's her name? Um, is it Kate Hooper that they're teasing from the comics? Uh, yeah. In the in the trailer, they show her shooting the bow with Hawkeye. Oh yeah, because that's his daughter. Yeah, his daughter joins him. Yes, and because yeah, um, uh, he he turns into Ronan supposedly. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you've got, um, it, it's uh, I think uh, so. If I Hawkeye comes back, Scarlett Johansson's yeah. back. Yes, Captain Marvel. We know. All Captain Marvel has to do is bring back the Tesseract. For some, how I don't know how they got another Tesseract. We don't know that yet. It could be from a different dimension. It could be another Tesseract. We don't know. But that's how it's going okay. to happen. The only thing I'm going to say right now about her movie was I hated how they retconned that Tesseract after they already established it in Captain America. Yeah. I, I, and then I just I, I couldn't I couldn't get by that. Like I'm that like. Well, that's going to be a, probably that is an intricate part of how they're going to win. It, but then you you still have to remember Ant Man is still stuck in the quantum realm because right. if you, if you've seen Ant Man and the Wasp. I mean, and this is to the listeners, you know, yeah. at the end of Ant Man and the Wasp, when th- that coincides yeah. with the dec- yeah. with the decimation, the snap, he snaps his fingers. Right, right. And then um, uh, Hank and Hope are gone, and um, his wife are gone. And you hear uh, Lang Scott's still stuck in the fucking quantum realm. So and that's where he's going to find uh, Gamora. Yep. She's in the Soul Stone there, and they they say that's like the same realm or whatever, whatever you want to call it. And maybe one of Thanos' stones is not like a real one; it's like a a knockoff Tesseract from a different dimension. Maybe where Scott's in right now. You know what I mean? So he's going to come back or go through it and be like, "Hey, I can." Uh, Pretty much, go get another stone or so, or another fit. Who knows? Who knows what they're gonna do? I see. I don't. I, I think. Uh, I think if they kill, I think if Captain America dies, do you see them? Yeah. Do you see? I, I. I'm gonna tell you if he dies, you know, really, who I want to pick up the mantle is Falcon. Um, I absolutely <laughs> love his. I, I. I don't know. Do you think he? Do you think there's a chance? I mean, this is the yeah. end of Phase Three. I mean, you know, he won't die, think, but he'll go into like hiding. He'll go into like his own warrior mode out into the country or something. He'll just disappear. What about Hulk? All right, so Hulk. Now we're talking because apparently this is Mark Ruffalo's swan song as Hulk. So. Yep. Yep. Do they now? They've been there's been rumblings, and I it's nothing concrete yet. It's just uh, a couple like smaller websites, which I normally consider garbage tier clickbait sites. Uh, I'm talking like Guardian Vox type sites um, okay. that uh, Huffington Post that um, would you know they've been leaning towards uh, killing Hulk off and maybe uh, She Hulk coming in. Now, my only problem with this is who are they going to cast um, mm-hmm. and. Or, or would you just recast? Would you just recast the Hulk as somebody else? Which I think that's very plausible to do because easy to me, Mark, to it's easy Mark, to do. Mark Mark Ruffalo is very forgettable as Hulk. I mean, he's had some good moments. Well, Hulk's uh, gonna be CGI from here on out. It ain't gonna matter who no, even plays Banner. Exactly, exactly. I just well, he's, he's a fan favorite, you know. So they're always gonna bring Hulk back. Oh yeah, it's it's nothing against the character at all. It's just I don't I like you know I I liked the Edward Norton you know, movie, although that's like, like the forgotten movie of the MCU. Yeah, mm. 
we'll see. Who else, who else is gonna? Who else is gonna be going bye bye? I don't know. Uh, there's, there's. A, I mean, um, but see, I don't, I don't see them killing Thor off because I don't see. I would. I, I is it is it wrong if I want to see another Thor movie because I love Thor Ragnarok. Thor can't die, and he'll go back to yeah. Every a lot of people shit on floor, uh, Thor Ragnarok. Um, that was the best one. I, I loved it. Uh, it was. I love uh, the what's the director's name? Is it Wakiti? I I can't uh-huh. pronounce his name. Um, but the, the director, uh, it had a heavy martial arts type influence with the music, uh, visuals. Everything was great. Uh, God, there. Um, and I'm sorry, man. Anything that uses Led Zeppelin during a, uh, a fight scene, especially the immigrant song, mm-hmm. you, you automatically won me over by using Led Zeppelin. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm easy breezy, and I like Chris Hemsworth. Uh, he's he's really really great in that role. He's got um, some years left too. You know, he's still young, God. so they can, I was going to say he's playing that chamois. Yep. Yep, that's that's uh, and, and it's not like he's not good. Uh, he's not a good actor either because no, he's he not, really he's gotten funnier. I like how his how Thor's gotten funnier over the years. Like that's that needed to happen. And that was a lot of people's beef with Ragnarok was like the comedy aspects of it. Yeah. But to me, it was it was funny when it needed to be, and it was right. serious when it needed yep. to be. You know, um, I, I I dug it. Um, so who's gonna I say just, today? Is Captain Marvel going to save the day? No, they're not. They're not. Uh, that this is this is my this is my fear uh, with the end of this movie was, and there was the rumor that there was two. Did you hear that? That there was two endings shot to this. One with Captain Marvel killing Thanos, and the second one was with uh, what was it? Um, uh, Black Widow and Captain America okay. killing Thanos, which I think that would make sense. sense. That would make sense. I, not those two together. I don't. I don't know. I, I would think well, Iron Captain, Man. Captain America's got to be like the overall hero to everybody. They, they will always make Captain America the number one. Well, I mean, with with Captain Marvel coming in, they kind of shit. They kind of shit the bed with their retcons because they changed. Like I said, they changed the Tesseract, the backstory to the Tesseract now, and then the we don't know. I mean, we don't know. Captain America was the first Avenger. That- yeah. Captain America was the first Avenger. Now, in in Captain Marvel, in the end of that movie, Nick Fury, who was ugh, Nick Fury, who lost his eye to a fucking cat, was sitting there and he's typing out the Avengers Initiative, and he named it the Avengers in- Initiative instead of the Protectors Initiative because he looked at a picture of Carol Danvers and her fucking nickname on the side of her plane was Avenger. So they retconned the fuck out of that. Just oh, I didn't know. That. I never knew yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's bullshit retcon. And like I said, so they're shitting on Captain America now for Captain Marvel, which if anybody would say, no, I'm just a Tom, a toxic male. No, I don't care. It's, right. it's ridiculous. After 10 years, was the first Avenger, you know, but he made it in Carol Danvers honor. He named it after her because her nickname, her the name on the side of her plane was Avenger, which yeah. she never flew. She never flew a combat mission. She flew training missions in uh in experimental aircraft because she was never cleared to fly combat missions. So there's that. So she was, uh, she was, she was an Avenger of what fucking training missions. Come on, she was a hell 
a training mission adventure, though. She's an OP Mary Sue. I mean, it's it's okay, you know. I mean, it is what it is. And and this is this is the problem I'm gonna have with Phase Four. It's gonna be that get woke, go broke. I'm not saying Marvel's gonna go broke, but they're definitely gonna get woke. And you gotta you gotta fucking you know. And I have nothing against inclusion, man. Just keep your actors' politics out of the fucking movies. Yeah, just do well, that. Too bad. It's getting too big. Yep. And, you know, do do that for the fans and we'll keep, you know, there's going to be fans that are just going to give you money anyway, but you're going to, you're going to alienate a sect of your fans. Yep. And I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the Dr. Strange too. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing Black Panther too. Uh, There's Marvel's got a lot of good stuff coming out and um, we're going to, we're going to kind of get into that um, in the next segment here and talk about the, uh, the Fox buyout in just a minute. What did Disney get? Well, here is a short list of some of what they got. Uh, we're looking at now. I'm going to start in no particular order here. Alvin and the Chipmunks, um, Home Alone, Night at the Museum, Doctor Doolittle. Uh, they got a stake in Hulu. Uh, American Horror Story, uh, The Simpsons, uh, Modern Family, the Avatar franchise, which they have four movies playing for. I have no idea why. That was the most overrated, overhyped movie I think I've ever seen. Uh, The rebooted Planet of the Apes franchise, um, Ice Age, the original Star Wars A New Hope. Uh, Fox held that in perpetuity. Uh, let's see what else. Oh yeah, the meat and potatoes of this. What everybody's interested in: the Fantastic Four, X Men, and Deadpool. Uh, the X Men. That franchise has been a mess. Uh, Dark Phoenix is coming out pretty soon. I, I don't know how I feel about that one, um, or if I'll if I'll go to see it. Um, right now, uh, obviously, it's uh, End Games on my radar. Um, I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, I'm gonna go see Shazam. Uh, that one looks really good. So there's uh, there's there's quite a bit coming down the pipe here that looks good. But yeah, this uh, this Disney thing it, it gives hope to the uh, the fans of the Fantastic Four because those movies have just been massacred. Um, they've just been terrible. I mean, if you look at, um, ugh, I'm th- I, to say Rotten Tomatoes, because we know how trustworthy Rotten Tomatoes is. But I mean, on on some things, I think they, uh, I think they may have got it right, and the audience got it right. Um, because you look at the Fantastic Four. Uh, let's see. From let's go to the 2015. Uh, iteration of the Fantastic Four with Michael B. Everything, uh, you know, Kate Mara and Miles Teller. That scores a nine on the tomato meter and an 18% audience score. Um, that is fucking terrible. I mean, like, that is terrible. So, 
I, you know, and through no fault of the actors, I mean, they were probably not given much. I'm, I've never seen it. Uh, it just like I thought it looked bad when it came out, and I just I wasn't gonna watch it. So this this gives a lot of hope um, because the Fantastic Four are a huge part of the comic history, um, and they've never been done justice uh, on the big screen, actually. And especially the X-Men, I mean, because there's so many characters and there's so much they can do with those. Um, and that begs the question, is, uh, is um, <laughs> have we seen the last of the Wolverine? You know, are, are they, what are they going to do with that? Is, is Hugh Jackman going to, you know, come out of retirement? Or, you know, I mean, what are they going to do? So that, that, that always, that intrigues me moving forward. Okay, so the 2005, uh, the first Fantastic Four, 27%. Rise of the Silver Surfer, 2007, 37%. <laughs> the 1994, which I honestly wasn't even aware it existed um, until recently, is it a 33%. And like I said, the 2015 one <laughs> is at nine percent. So that is just—I mean—that is terrible. Um, God. So they need to—they need to do something. They need to write that ship. Um, obviously, Michael B. Everything couldn't uh, couldn't be in it again, as we all know. He was Killmonger in Black Panther, which. Black Panther 2 slated to come out, I guess, next year. Looking forward to that one, and I'm going to tell you why in just a minute. So, in short, Black Panther 2 returns a lot of the cast. Um, obviously, Chadwick Boseman, T'Challa. T'Challa is a pile of ash in the MCU right now. But, but, we all know that might not last. I don't think that's going to happen. Um... If it did, in the comics, um, Letitia Wright, who played Shuri, could step in and be the new Black Panther, take up the mantle. Uh, that would be comic accurate. I don't know that they'll go that way. There's also been rumblings and rumors that Michael B. Jordan wants to come back and uh, reprise the role of Killmonger, which... He died, so I don't know how they would work that. I don't see that working out too well. Um, but coming back, uh, you've got listed uh, Chadwick Boseman, uh, Leticia Wright, Lupita Nyong'o, uh, Denai Guerrera, Martin Freeman, uh, Daniel Kaluuya, uh, Winston Duke, and Angela Bassett. So, I mean, you've got a good, solid, the solid nucleus of the cast coming back. Um, it's slated for release on either, these are the tentative dates that, um, have been released online so far, um, 11, 6, 20 or, uh, 12, 21. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but I'm, uh, I'm excited about it. Uh, even, um, Kendrick Lamar has, uh, not been content to uh, craft the wonderful soundtrack around the first movie. The soundtrack was great. Um, but, 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 
he's also interested in being in the movie. And speaking of being in the movie they were talking about, I mentioned um, Michael B. Jordan wanting to reprise the role of Killmonger. Um, hmm, they're eyeing up Donald Glover for a possible villain. Um, so that uh, that could be interesting. Um, ugh, he did not do Lando Calrissian's character any justice. So, I mean, he wasn't bad, but he wasn't good either in that role. I didn't, uh, I, I just, I didn't care for it. Solo, but no. So Black Panther 2, um, the first one was a hit. Um, I liked it. Solid movie. Um, like I said, it, it had its flaws, but overall it was a good movie. Um, so with that being said, the second one, uh, another villain they threw around, um, they said it won't be. Is uh, and I had to look this character up because I, I didn't read the anything I've I've quoted or uh, mentioned about from comics. I've had to look up um, because I, I have never read the comics uh, for this particular character, uh, Craven the Hunter, um, a Russian aristocrat, uh, an imperialistic quote unquote white hunter mold. Um, Coogler, Ryan Coogler, the director said he considered him for the first film, but Sony apparently had plans for him in its own Sony Marvel universe. So, I don't know. Um, you know, so we'll see where it goes. Uh, Childish Gambino ends up being the bad guy in Black Panther 2. Um, but yeah, so that has been, this has been uh, episode 10 of the Place to Be Reviews uh, for this evening. So with that being said, I am out. Uh, follow me on Twitter, Pete at Earth. <laughs> at n80 pete on twitter uh follow me uh you can reach out there or uh, leave me a voice message on here on anchor um and thank you for tuning in share 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 this on social media on any platform you can thank you very much and we will catch you for episode 11 tomorrow that will be a wrestling centric episode for those of you keeping score at home so have a good evening